I've been lucky enough to have traveled from the West Coast to the East Coast, from Vancouver to Winnipeg, Toronto, and St. John's. And I've got to say, the place that felt like the warmest welcome, the place that reminded me the most of Prairie hospitality, it was St. John's, Newfoundland. My friends and I found ourselves on George Street. We were at Trapper John's. I had maybe one or two beers extra than I usually have, and I was kissing a cod and trying to say the words, Deed I is, me old cock, and may long your big jib draw. And I could not get those words out of my mouth. I was tripping up over my tongue and my lips, and then I got a big swat on the butt with a paddle, and everybody was laughing. During the last boom in Saskatchewan, many Newfoundlanders came west, and many of them kept saying how much they missed home, and I can't blame them. I love Newfoundland. Some of them did go home, but some of them stayed. Scott Cody is one of those who came, he left, he returned, and one of the things I'm happy he brought back with him was Mary Brown's, which is a Newfoundland favorite fried chicken spot, especially the Big Mary sandwich. It's the one with the pickle on top. Mary Brown's is this East Coast Newfoundland phenomenon, and it's slowly catching on here. And I think Scott will agree with me, but if you get the chance to take a bite of a Big Mary sandwich, you'll taste the difference compared to other chicken sandwiches. I have, and I'm a true believer, and now I want to let you know about Mary Brown's as well. Scott, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So, before we get too far into Mary Brown's, today we're going to be drinking what's called Eclectic Mix. It's a dry hop by Blackbridge Brewery out of Swift Current. Cheers. Sounds good. Cheers. I haven't had this one in over a year. They've tweaked it a bit. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, it's got a, a peachy flavor to it. It's real nice. It's nice, nice and light. I'm a light beer drinker and usually don't like heavy, heavier beers, but this is really nice. Have you had many sour beers before? I don't know if I've ever had a sour beer. Um, it's really nice and tart. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's almost citrusy, yeah. Tropical citrus, yeah, peachy. Sure. Yeah. Well, you're pretty lucky if this is your first sour. This is my very first sour, and it's uh, yeah, as you said, it's a it's a, a really good one from Swift Current, eh? Mm-hmm. It's one of their most popular high-rated beers on Untapped, mm-hmm. and one of the most popular beers online. You sell this out of the, out of the, your tap room as well? Yeah, we brought it in. Brought it in. Um, we usually try to bring in a keg of everything from Saskatchewan producers. So when it came to Blackbridge bringing back the eclectic. I think it was a no-brainer. Yeah, well, I'll definitely have to uh, stop in and partake. This one is, is really good. I like it. I like your lentil as well, but this is this is delicious. Ooh, that's an aggressive peach flavor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, if you don't like peach, maybe not. But uh, I, I like peaches, so that's quite good. The brewmaster's notes say it's a 6.1% ABV, oh. and what he's going for is intense peach and passion fruit aromas blended with some slight barnyard funk for a balanced crushable brew and i would say he's achieved that yeah it's a mouthful but describes it really well really juicy Mm -hmm. thumbs up thumbs down i would say thumbs up absolutely deadly (laughs) um coming from newfoundland when i left uh craft brewing was just starting just getting going right now it's it's booming down there i keep watching the news and, and there's even news stories but so i i wasn't a real uh 
expert on any of the microbrews or, or uh, craft brewing, but uh, this is delicious. I like this a lot. Well, I'm glad I got to introduce you to a yeah. new style of beer. Absolutely. Right here on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and not, now I have to go back to the tap room and try all of yours, too. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I, I'll, I'll take on that, uh, that challenge for sure. So, I got to know, what is the Mary Brown story? How did it all begin? Uh, Mary is actually a real woman. She's from uh, Virginia in the States. Uh, she... Uh, she had a, a, a recipe, and uh, uh, two gentlemen from uh, Newfoundland went and spoke to her. I guess they bought the rights. I'm assuming they bought it. Uh, if, they, if she gave it to them, she's probably kicking herself now if she was alive. Uh, she, it, they uh, brought it back to Newfoundland, opened it up as a uh, golden skillet, and used that uh, recipe quickly. Uh, probably within a year, they turned it into a, a Mary Brown's uh, because it was so popular. I guess they wanted to... Uh, uh, give the the namesake uh, some recognition and so Mary Brown's chicken and taters was born What sets it apart from everybody else's? Oh, what makes us different? Uh, we do everything handmade made fresh from scratch is our, is our motto. We, we do everything uh, In store for example, we'll bring in whole fresh chickens from Prairie Pride in Saskatoon We buy local fresh we cut everything in store ourselves. We cut into a nine-piece cut We marinate everything up to 48 hours uh, which keeps the chicken juicy, tender, and uh, the chicken actually has the flavor, not the breading, so you don't need all that salt in the breading. Um, uh, even our Big Mary sandwiches, hand butterflied, our, our tenders, chicken tenders, all marinated, uh, and our taters, uh, our famous taters, are, they start the day as a potato, and, and, uh, and uh, they're hand cut, uh, breaded like our chicken as well. And, uh, and seasoned, and uh, that's a really, it, it takes a lot more work, it takes a lot more time, but uh, we think it's worth it. So you're not looking at food that comes in tiny vacuum sealed packages. This exactly. is something that you guys are. Yes, no frozen patties just dumped into a deep fryer. Yeah, everything is, is, is made fresh from scratch. That's, uh, that makes, uh, that makes a, a world of difference. It, it's the difference between homemade and, and just processed food, really. I was noticing when I was eating your chicken, it wasn't super heavy and greasy, and it didn't have my fingers feeling all greasy. It was a better kind of crunch. Uh, the, the marination process is a big part of that, that uh, locks in the, the juiciness of the, of the chicken. And, and, uh, and we cook uh, also with uh, our cookers, we use a, a lower, much lower pressure. They're not high pressure cookers. Uh, we use heat instead of, instead of the, the high pressure, so it's, it's uh, it makes for a better, be, much better product. Um, and again, we, we try to knock as much breading off as possible. That, that breading is just for, uh, just for accent flavor. Our chicken is what has the flavor. Um, and, uh, and we rest our chicken. So when our chicken comes out of our, our cookers, we, we, you rest it a proper way. All that uh, oil uh, it, it comes off and uh, you, you have a much better product, yes. Now, I'm going to be really clear to our listeners, I have not been paid to have you on the show. I'm just actually a really big fan of Mary Brown's Chicken. Well, so am I, actually. But. <laughs> so tell me about this getting off the airplane story, because it's not just me who's a fan, it's, it's everybody else. Well, Newfoundlanders have, uh, have um, a real connection with, uh, with Mary Brown's. It's, uh, 
I tell the story a lot, uh, and a lot of Newfoundlanders the same way. They they go away for work and they uh, they travel home whenever they can. Most of the time it's Christmas. So you you head home to see family at Christmas. The first stop after uh, when you get off the plane in St. John's, you head for Mary Brown's, and and you probably have it once or twice uh, in the week or week two weeks that you're home, and then. Before you get back on that plane to head back to wherever you're going, that's that's your last stop. You grab uh, you grab yourself a Big Mary or, or some uh, or some taters on on the way to the airport. Um, especially if you're not from uh, if you're not from Edmonton or, uh, or or Mississauga, where there's a bunch of Mary Browns. If you're uh, if you're like me, back uh, a couple of years ago, and there was no Mary Browns in Saskatchewan, that's that's uh, that's what you had to do. Do you draw a lot of Newfoundland expats? into Regina who maybe are missing a taste of home? Absolutely. We get people driving three, four hours actually just for the chicken. They'll, they'll come, sit, have meals. In fact, uh, weekly we've got a couple of, a couple of, uh, a couple of couples that come uh, maybe two to three hours away and they live in small town Saskatchewan. They come and sit and have a bite to eat, make it a day, go shopping and then stop in and grab another 18-piece uh, feast on the way home to, to, to even freeze or uh, or have for lunch the next week yeah so do you dip in a little bit of newfoundland slang with them when you see them coming in oh absolutely as soon as they come through the door yeah uh i usually can turn off my accent pretty good but uh when when i'm talking to another new definitely that uh it comes out for sure they come in maybe they say what are you at oh yeah what are you at and mm, how you getting on uh, absolutely it? oh yeah this is it what are you at this is it <laughs> What's your favorite Mary Brown story so far? I'm sure you've got a million. Absolutely, yeah. I think uh, we're we're pretty proud. We we do uh, a lot of um, um, food food drops and food donations to Habitat for Humanity for their volunteers. Uh, we do that on a, a monthly and a weekly basis. Sometimes um, we do a lot of uh, of um, support for Cancer Society or Cancer Runs and and. Uh, and other uh, charities. If any, if uh, we do a, a ton of auction prizes for for just about everyone, but uh, um, if anyone's putting off an event, especially for uh, for cancer awareness or even humane society, any any of those charities, we always uh, try to uh, step up and support. Um, what we do have is lots of food, and we can always f uh, feed volunteers and and uh, always put uh, some goodies into uh, into some grab bags for them as well. I've said it before, I've said it again, Newfoundland, St. John's is like home away from home. I've, I felt a lot of love and warmth and hospitality. Does that kind of ethos inform what you're doing here in Saskatchewan? I think that's the philosophy that I've kind of instilled in, in, our, uh, in our employees. They, uh, they know how, how crazy I am about our customer service and, and making our customers feel at home. Um, I would say 50% of our customers are, are regulars, if not more, uh, and all of them we know by name. We we ask them about their day. We have conversations. All my staff are, are, have been there quite a long time. We don't have much turnover. We have great staff, and uh, and uh, it, it, every day we see we see the same people over and over again. We ha ask them how they're doing, how's their daughter, or how's their family, or how do, you got a new car? Or, you know, uh, it's. Uh, it's very, uh, I guess it's very East Coast to, to be hospitable and, and to, to bring you in. If you're in Newfoundland, you're in my hometown. We met, uh, you were driving through and you looked like a tourist or looked like a mainlander. We'd say, how you doing? What are you doing? Bring you in, maybe even bring you home for, for a meal or, uh, or at least for a shed party. Uh, 
and uh, and I, I think that's that's the mentality that I'm trying to instill in in our staff too. That uh, we're 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 really uh, uh, over and above when it comes to friendliness, much like home. One of my favorite things I did, one of my favorite memories, was going to this place called Trapper John's. I got to kiss the cod, and I, I couldn't get the words out, and I got spanked with the paddle, and everybody's laughing. Yes, absolutely, and they they. They yelled at you, are you a screecher? Are you a screecher? And, and you probably tried to say, indeed I is me old cock and long may your big jib draw. Long may your big jib draw, that's right. I can never get it right. <laughs> and and that's, uh, yeah, well, just so have, it just uh, happens that I uh, used to work at Trapper John's and probably screeched in thousands of people over uh, over my university days. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it, now I know that uh, George Street has several other screeching bars as well, but... Uh, uh, George Street's a, a fantastic, wonderful place, as you can probably attest to. <laughs> I loved it. I liked uh, going to this place called Lottie's. A lot of home of the white Russians. You can double fist white Russians. <laughs> Absolutely. That's uh, usually the, the primer bar for the rest of George Street. Everyone hits George Street and goes to Lottie's for some white Russians and then heads up the street to their to their favorite watering hole. But uh, George Street's quite amazing. It's got the most the most bars per square feet. In uh, North America, I believe there's bars in the basement, bars in the main level, and there could be bars on on top of the, on top of that in the third story as well. Uh, but it is uh, it's quite a it's quite a sight to see, and it's definitely uh, on anyone's bucket list uh, if you're heading to the East Coast. Um, they they do uh, a George Street Festival and a Mardi Gras where they close off the street and turn it into a big concert venue, and and uh, uh, you come in one end or the other, and then you just Bar hop the rest of the night. You'll never, you'll never make it to all the bars. There's just too many. And it's kind of becoming a craft beer destination, is it not? Absolutely. When I was, uh, when I left, uh, I don't know, five, six years ago, just starting to take off at that time. Now I've, I've seen some news footage and, and seen some news stories about uh, how it's really taken off. Even the small towns have uh, have micro brews and, and small breweries and, and craft brew. Uh, a lot of them are, are uh, winning awards uh, for for their uh, creations, and yeah, apparently it's it's really taken off. So next time you're back, you definitely uh, you'll definitely have a new uh, a, a new touristy thing to do. So try out every every new craft beer down there. Hit Mary Brown's, yeah. get some great local craft beer. <laughs> Absolutely. Get screeched in Trapper John's. Oh, that's the way to go. <laughs> yep. So I've got to ask you. I've heard people say it both ways. They say that saying newfie is a bad word, and they say, hey, it's okay if you're a newfie. Where do you fall? I, I personally don't care. It doesn't bother me at all. Um, I can understand why some people don't like the word, but I, I think it's, uh, it's, for example, if I called you a flatlander, you're a flatlander, you're, you're from a land that's flat. That's not a big deal. Uh, but if I called you probably a stupid flatlander, you might be a little upset. So if you probably put that word in front of Newfie, then there's going to be some people upset. I would probably be upset as well. But uh, for me, Newfie is just another word. It's, just, it's, what, uh, it's how we describe ourselves, and it's a kind of a funny word. And if, if uh, Newfoundlanders are nothing if they're not funny, we, we are the ones that um, probably tell the most Newfie jokes. Uh, and uh, we we love to laugh at ourselves. That's for sure. We we've got no uh, no uh, problem with our sense of humor. I love Newfoundland. I love the people, the culture. I think if I wasn't here in Saskatchewan, that would be where I'd have to go. Why 
why does it feel like home when I'm in Newfoundland? I, I, I see a lot of uh, a lot of similarities in Saskatchewan and, and Newfoundland. Um, instead of the, you got the the small town hospitality here. The same thing in Newfoundland. Instead of fishermen, you got farmers, and and uh, farmers are always hard done by. Fishermen have always had something to complain about, and and uh, uh, I think uh, I think the farmers have had you know hard times. Is is uh, is a, a constant theme throughout uh, farming every year. It's, there's there's drought or there's too much rain or there's not enough rain or there's too many hoppers or God knows what. In Newfoundland, it's the same thing. We've got weather. We've got uh, no fish, moratoriums. There's 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 a there's a million things that can go wrong on the on the east coast for sure. Snowstorms and hurricanes and God knows. Uh, so I think it's the it's very, very similar. I find that the, the hospitality down in, in Newfoundland, uh, the friendliness of the people is just as, just as uh, prevalent in Saskatchewan. And, and uh, God knows we love our beer the same as, uh, same as the Saski boys do, for sure. <laughs> so what's, what's coming up next for you? What can people expect out of Mary Brown's on the prairies? I, uh, from what I see is... Uh, uh, Mary Brown's has a large growth, uh, very aggressive growth plan. Uh, uh, Alberta is, is, is very well developed. Uh, BC is, is moving uh, along much faster pace. So I, I think uh, Saskatoon, Regina, and even uh, all the smaller uh, cities across uh, Saskatchewan, you're gonna see uh, Mary Brown's expand pretty aggressively. Um, I, I don't see probably within three to four years, you're probably gonna have another three, four, five locations. Uh, if not more, uh, I believe in Saskatchewan. In Saskatchewan, for sure, uh, you could probably do three or four in, in Regina alone, and probably the same in Sus in Saskatoon. But all your smaller towns, Yorkton and Weyburn and Estevan and uh, Swift Current and Moose Jaw, they all they could all uh, definitely use a Mary Browns. And uh, we're looking for locations. We're always scouting, and uh, ideally, we would like to find something with some drive-throughs too for convenience. But uh, Cross fingers, can't say anything yet, but but we're working on it, for sure. Well, Scott, I want to thank you for coming on to the show today. Well, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Rebels, thanks for tuning in this week. If you want to find the latest news about Rebellion Brewing, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Untapped. Thank you for joining the Rebellion.